What up? It's Everybody Asks. It's your favorite show that we do every single week. Live here, Station Head, 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 9 a.m. PST. <coughs> On Tuesdays, we answer questions about the music business. You ask them, you know the deal. I'm Alex. That's Court. We got Andrew from the same play team here. So here's what happened. Court was so focused on getting content done because his job is the content director. So focused on, on getting everything right for the holidays that he completely forgot to get questions for the show. So what we're going to do is Andrew has compiled a bunch of questions. He's also gotten questions from the, the folks in the college team. Shout out to Sony Music U. Love those guys. We also have a bunch of questions here on Station Head. We got a bunch of questions on Station Head. Pause. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to get into Station Head first. We're going to take some calls, and then we're going to get into the questions we'll that Andrew has been compiling. Andrew also helped answer questions. Max, you are the first question person, so let's add you into the yeah, can we call Max? I'm inviting him on right now. I like talking to I like talking to everybody. It's dope. Max! What's good, ball guys? The, the station head legend. What's going on, Max? <laughs> hey, Max. You already know, bro. I'm good. Is that Court in the background? No, that's Andrew sitting next to me right now. What up, man? Max, Court, where, Max, where are you from? It's Max from station head. Oh, it's Max from station head. What up, Max? Chilling, bro. Okay, Max, you got two questions. Let's get them okay, off. Two questions, because you said you were getting hammered tonight. So what are you drinking? Um, all right. So I John bought me this book. It's called the Aviary book. It's like a <laughs> a book of like fancy cocktails. So I'm gonna find whatever the fanciest cocktail is on the drink menu and just stick to that. That's my Good move. Answer. Normally, though, it's vodka with water in it and lemon <laughs> juice. And that's what it is. I can't relate. <laughs> I can't relate to that and, Andrew, what are you drinking tonight? Uh, just vodka soda. Vodka soda. Team yeah, vodka. Yeah. Court is going to drink nothing but PBRs. He's going to stick to his Williamsburg roots. All right, Max, what's your other question? What are you what drinking tomorrow night? What artist would I sign for a million dollars? Yeah. Um. Any artist that's making millions of dollars on their own, I guess. I don't. I don't know. I. I'd sign Max B. Max. <laughs> I would sign Max B. I would. I would focus on. It comes down to whoever's <laughs> making money. Real. Max B gonna make a lot of money. He's gonna create a whole new wave when he's out. I, I would sign Max B. We do need to How free Max B. How many more years has he got? I, th I think he's out relatively soon. I think it's like a year or two or something like that. And he's definitely gonna be popping when he's out. So I would definitely, personally, I would sign Max B. Yeah. You know Kanye and Rocky and a bunch of other people are gonna be hugging him though. Everyone's gonna be, be trying to work with him. Cam, everybody. It's going to be crazy. He's going to sign the Coke boys. He's going to be part of French Montana. Yeah, French. Yeah. Anyways, all right, Max. We got to get into these questions that Andrew put together. All right, yeah, appreciate you guys. 
Thank you. All right, Max. Thank you. All right. That was exciting. Boom. Max yeah. got in the mix. Okay, Andrew. You feel the excitement, Court? <sighs> All okay, right. Okay, Andrew. First, These are the big moments. It's really big. So, first question. First question. How do you feel about artists drinking and using drugs during studio sessions? If that's what they want to do. Like, I mean, I don't I don't necessarily think art people should do drugs. I drink a lot, so I can't tell people don't drink. <laughs> um, that's true. But, like, I can't tell an art... It, no, he, wait, wait, he has control of his drinking. That's my answer. It's just it's just straight up, thanks for, to the comments saying great question. Shout out to Citrus Rap. Um, my answer is I can't control people. I don't think people should do drugs, period. I don't like smoke. I don't even smoke weed. If you even consider weed a drug, um, I drink a lot, so I could never tell somebody don't drink, because I would be a hypocrite. Um, but at the end of the day, people make decisions about what they want to do in their life, and I, I just, I personally can't control that. Andrew, you've been in a lot of studio sessions. <laughs> been a few. Um, I, I think it really depends. It's like I, I understand how some people like they, everyone has different things that allow them to like get in their zone and whatnot, and I, I think it's important people are really comfortable in the studio. Um, but sometimes, like, I think it kind of, like, spirals out of control and it goes from a studio session to a party and people end up not being productive. So, like, as long as, like, people can, like, go in there and, like, you know, actually still churn out music and have a productive studio session, I think it's cool. Um, I do smoke weed. I smoke a lot of it. And I think that's probably the most common thing in studios. Um, but other drugs, not judging. I don't judge anyone for what they do. But I would imagine, like, other drugs might be a little more detrimental to getting stuff done. I know a lot of these kids, like, drink lean and shit. I feel like that probably just has people falling asleep in the studio. Um, like I just think, you know what it is? I think kids are an artist. They need, they, they're constantly just trying to find ways where they can be confident in their own skin. And to be an artist, you have to be confident in your own skin. So, like, it's the reason why when artists hit the road a lot, they drink way more, or they do drugs way more, is because they get nervous Getting in front of it's kind of like when you try to get girls, kids. A lot of guys it's like the to same get thing. yeah. A lot of guys like to get drunk, spit, it's, spit game. It's you know literally the same exact thing. Yeah. So that's a good question. Good answer. Um, all right. Next question, Andrew. Terrific. Next question. Next question. I need a minute now. All right. When on the road, how important is it to maintain a healthy lifestyle, and is it even possible to maintain a healthy lifestyle? It's like super hard. So there's levels to it. And I've done it at the worst level, which is the lowest level possible, which is the I have no money level, right? <laughs> that is the hardest. It's, it's nearly impossible to do. The only way that you could really do that is by pre-planning. It's funny, like when I would go and live in Atlanta or like stay somewhere for an extended period of time, people would think I was crazy. Because before I would leave, I would save up a little money, and I'd buy oatmeal, and then I'd buy bologna. <laughs> it's real. Man, that's definitely real. It's definitely real disgusting, too. And that was my diet. When I, couldn't get a, when I couldn't eat anything, I would just get hot water from somewhere and mix in with, with uh, Quaker oatmeal, and that would be my meal. Or I'd get, like, cereal on the road, something like that. I just tried to avoid, and that's not even that healthy. I tried to avoid ever touching fast food, 
Which is also nearly impossible because the minute you're hungry, you're just, you know what I mean? Yeah, for me, it's a pretty timely question. I was just in Atlanta for like three or four days, and I honestly ate Chick-fil-A and fried chicken every single day. Yeah. Had a lot of chicken wings, had a little bit of pizza. And by the way, like, it's it has nothing... Had a lot of Chick-fil-A. Imagine like... Have you had Chick-fil-A sauce? That is like a heart attack in a cup. I don't, does anyone know what Chick-fil-A sauce is? Question. Question. That's the question of the day. Yeah, I have a question. What the f*** is Chick-fil-A sauce? But if you think about it, like, when you're literally in a, in a car for eight hours a day, six hours a day, the only chance that you have at food is rest stops. Unless you pre-pack food. So, like, if you're going to do it the cheapest way possible, pre-pack the food, try to be healthy there. If you Agreed. If you're a big artist... Nine times out of ten, they have, like, a chef on the road. They 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 have somebody that caters at the venues. You know what I mean? Like, they, they have the ability to have a rider that sets them up where they can get healthy food when they get into town so they don't have to, like, pull over at the local gas station. All right, next question. Next question. Next question. All right, guys. Hold on. We got any questions in there yet? Uh, No questions. While you're pulling it up. Yes, citrus wrap, meal prep for tours. If anybody has any additional questions in the chat, please drop them. We'll, we'll include you in the show. All right, Andrew. One second, trying to find a good one. I just want to shout out Court for being the only person to come to the holiday party with an ugly Santa sweater. It's fucking ugly. So was that dance he's doing? It was a, it was such a good move. It was such a good move. Honestly, I was mad tired on the elevator, and Court was in a bad mood too. Court, mood. Court pops open his jacket, and it brightened both of our day. He was wearing the shirt, and it brightened his day. He forgot he had it. Yeah, it's, it's a beautiful. Um, all right, what's all the right. next question? So, when signing an artist, do you only look at social media following, or do you also look at um, quality of content? One, I don't sign artists. I'm not the A&R here at Same Plate. Um, yeah, but I'm sure you have some thoughts on it. Been around it enough. I mean, I have thoughts, but I just want to disclaim that. Andrew is not the A&R here either, but he's actually had more success at, at trying to get artists signed <laughs> than I have here. So, <laughs> But, like, if you look at our roster, the numbers don't matter that much. Yeah, I mean... I, We're I don't... a talent-based company. Exactly. I can't really speak about anybody else. Literally, if you think I'm lying, go to sameplate.co, scroll through the artist list, pick every artist, tell me if those numbers But are. that being said, still sometimes the numbers matter because even if the numbers are low, when you're looking at someone you really believe in their talent and you know they've had no type of like formal push and you see that they're already doing decent numbers, that's kind of encouraging, right? Next question. What city is currently running hip-hop? Atlanta. Uh, I feel like it's hard to argue. I feel like Atlanta's running it. There's no debate. Next question. Well, there's no debate, but we, we could we could delve into that question a little you more. You want to delve into yeah. it? It's Atlanta. Get over it if you don't think it is. Next question. <laughs> Next question. No, I'm not done. Do you think do you oh, think okay. New York do you think New York could come back and like does New York need like a specific sound to come back? Because I was having okay. this conversation when I was in Atlanta and like what I was saying to people is like like I don't think a boogie sounds like New York. I don't. I certainly don't think six nine sound like New York, but 
but like I feel like in 2018, like like the the actual sound like sonically doesn't matter as much. Mm. It's more about like where you're coming from. Um, I don't think New York is gone. I actually think New York's in that like if you think about like regional hip hop, I think New York is in that place where like L the West Coast LA was in in like the mid 2000s where you had your Nipsey's and you had your YG's just starting to emerge and you started getting these artists that or I guess like the 2010s, 2012s, like blog era rap, right? Where you had these stars emerging as big one-offs, but there isn't like a a movement. And I think the reason why the movement isn't in New York as much as people would like it to be is because of the fact that there hasn't been up until the last few years a lot of production based out of here. So That's like right, a good point. So like right yeah. now, if, if you look at all the big movements in music, it's all based around production, right? Take a day trip now. You got ill mind. That's what I was going to get at. Yeah. So like in Atlanta, that movement, the, the movement of the new artists happened because you had Mike Will, you had... Metro and Sunny Digital living in a house together, working with every new artist possible. You had 808 Mafia, FKI. You had all these folks that were really crafting a sound out there and keeping new artists alive. On the West Coast, you had Dahi. You had, um, I can't think of any other name right now, but you had folks that were really working mustard, working to really develop sound out there. New York is just starting to get that again in a big way. Um, we kind of saw glimpses of it, I think, with like Harry Fraud in recent yeah, years. Yeah, Harry Fraud, definitely. Because you mentioned Max B and, and, and French, like those early days of Harry Fraud, Action That Bronson. sounds like New York. To, yeah, and that sounds like New York to me as well. Um, there, there's other producers that I'm sure I'll forget. This year, I think, has, has kind of been the flagship year for New York producers making a move. Illmind, Take a Day Trip. You know, you look at Mo Bamba, which is, to me, the biggest record of the year um, across the board. That's a New York-based record. 16-year-old, I think he's from New York. Um, if not, he, I know he works out of here. That's another huge producer. He co-produced that with them. Like, it comes down to the production. Great follow-up. Great I'm sorry fo- for cutting the follow-up yeah, off. That's why I'm here. Okay. Follow game. Strong. <laughs> All right. Next question. So for like struggling and up-and-coming artists, at what point should they call it quits? I mean, that's tough because the question so, already says they're struggling. So, uh, all right. <laughs> like, so I'll, I'll, this is an answer that every music industry person is going to hate. You should probably never call it quits. You just should. You like shouldn't make it your mm-hmm. prime job. You shouldn't. You should call it quits in a sense that you're not actively trying to be an artist as a profession but at the same time you should never try to take away that creative spark that you have because like who gives a fuck if you're at home when you're like 40 and you're an accountant somewhere so i'll be the dickhead today i think some people should just call it quits like it's whistles like because like some of these people like honestly like i feel bad but like it hurts me so much when I see, like, a 31-year-old struggle rapper and, like, they're just doing, like, the same shit and they're taking, like, they run up on people at concerts and take wee working pictures. Well, but, yeah, but, there are, you that, know, but that needs to stop when you're 22. Like, but, that, but it doesn't, and what happens is because nobody checked them when they were 22, now they're 33, you know um, what I'm No, I think what that is is that 
it's not that they didn't get bad feedback because I'm sure that no feedback to them is bad feedback. And even if they didn't get bad feedback and people just said that they were great, the we work in photos happen in other industries. A hundred, like, hundred. If you're in fashion and like, if you see like, uh, what's the name Heidi Heidi Slamane or whatever, and you can take a photo with them for so- somehow, or if you see Anna Wintour and you take a photo with her and you pull that off, and you're gonna f- and they go, yeah, it's the same. I, I was kind of pl- trying to play devil's advocate, but you know what I really think it is. I think a lot of times, like in like certain smaller towns and states that aren't known for hip hop, there's no infrastructure. So there's nobody to, like, show them that way. Or like, you know, like, if you look at New York, like, you have all these other successful rappers for decades at this point, or, like, Cruz. Mm-hmm. Atlanta's the same way. L.A., people laid the foundation. But if you're coming out of Nebraska, like, who's there to show well, you how to move? So here's the thing with that, right? And this is a lesson that you can learn on this. I really like, Andrew needs to get in the mix, because this is working in a big way right now. The interesting, <laughs> so I used to live in Orlando. For a couple of years, I went to college out there. Orlando. Very small market. Not many people did anything. The industry is super small out there. Shame, shameless cat cameo. The industry is super small out there. Um, but you know how you know what you got to do in order to be successful in a small industry? Just know how to be cool. Like, it's not hard to know social etiquette. And taking the photo and doing the Instagram, like, we work in on something, whatever... That's just not good social etiquette at any level. That's not a music industry thing. That's a life thing. Yeah, it looks thirsty. You look thirsty. And it just it, it's not something that you want to do. Like, build relationships with people in your town. Learn how to grow. I just was with a guy um, who works at Rockstar Games last night. And he came from, I think he said Detroit. And or or somewhere in Michigan, small town in Michigan, he said. And he said he hit a ceiling and he moved to New York. But he hit that ceiling because he knew how to play the game in the city and meet everybody. And, and you know, that's a social etiquette thing. Is there any other questions? That's all the questions we have. All right, we got one more question. Citrus Rap. Wow, Citrus Rap. Citrus Rap, you're on the show. Hey, gang, 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 gang. Citrus Rap, where are you from? Florida? Yeah, whereabouts? Oh. Oh, Miami. That's what's up. Welcome to the show. What's your question, Citrus Rap? You want to you want to answer that real quick, Andrew? So you, yeah, I do. But I just want to get a little clarity on the question. Are you saying that how like the the two have merged to a degree? Yeah. So I, I think I think what's happened is like you know because like rock was obviously a lot more like popping like ten years ago, like fifteen years ago. But now you're seeing a lot of the fashion from rock become more and more relevant with some rappers, and you're you're seeing some rappers dress more like rock stars traditionally and kind of act like them too. And I think that. In my personal opinion, we're at a point now where rap has kind of crossed over and become pop. And, like, as a result, we have rappers acting like rock stars, trashing hotel rooms, you know, like, and just living that rock star lifestyle, you know. And, and you hear it in the music. That's why you even have hooks party like a rock star. You know what I mean? In my, my opinion, Lil Uzi Vert dresses like a rock star a lot. And, yeah, so I, I think it's less to do about the music, though, and more about the fashion and sometimes the attitude. 
And then historically, once again, in my opinion, you know, like I, I think a lot of times, like for example, punk, which is like a subgenre of rock, like it, there was always a you know large anti like authority sentiment, and I think that's always kind of like been very similar to like how a lot of rap fans and rappers feel too. Like you know, the police, God save the queen, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yes, no, citrus rap. Did we lose citrus? You, you still there? Citrus rap is like this guy talks too much. I'm out. <laughs> Yo, citrus rap. You still there? Damn. Right, we can still answer the question. So we that's what I him. think. We lost it just rap. So I liked him. So this is um I think we've spoken of we've we've talked about this a lot on on the show already, but uh I think a kids that listen to music in the past like most of the people that we're talking about are artists that are in their early twenties, right? So in the past ten years that's twenty. That's two thousand eight to twenty eighteen. Streaming has become a thing. YouTube has become a huge thing. YouTube has become a huge thing. Um, the ability to go down rabbit holes and find out about information and new music or, or old music has become easier and easier. So I think a lot of these artists are obviously able to find this type of talent, and that's really it. They they just bleed Word. it in. They're inspired by a lot. Word. Um, all right. That's everybody asks. No, it's not. It's not everybody asks. What lie. did I learn today? There's two things I learned today. One, um, we we're gonna need to figure out a way to get these questions in advance. Two. Big learnings. Everybody in this room, except for me, because I don't want to ever doubt myself. Never. Actually, no. Me and Andrew. Yeah. Are on the ball always i learned today court is just not having it today court's not having it court's not having it but i i came today i brought it court is literally on, on the, the floor behind the camera yeah because he's just giving up it's the kind of day man. we're giving up on court too okay so it's mutual let me do the sign off here's the here's the deal the new year we will be here actually no the Man. first show back will be January 8th. We will return Yep. Um, to Station Head. You can see new episodes. They're going to keep going up and up and up and up through this week and the next week on our YouTube channel, um, on Facebook as well, probably Twitter, probably Instagram. You'll get like the one-minute clip versions of it. The full version of these episodes will be up on SoundCloud, so you can get those. And then we'll be back, facts. back. January 8th live. The 8th. We're going to have a conversation is Andrew involved? Is Andrew not involved? You people decide. Get in the comments. You let us know how you think this works out. Um, Citrus Rap, thank you. Cuzzo, thank you. All the folks at Station Head, thank you. Um, Clay Cooper, send me your information because we are making you an intern, possibly. Yay, Clay! Possibly. <laughs> There's some things we got to work out, but we want to make it happen. All right, guys. Where's Clay going to live? Clay, Clay, he's going to have to find affordable housing in New York. It, that's all Clay, on him. Clay all is, no, 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 no. All right, guys. We're getting an internship. Peace. Getting on my couch. Goodbye, everybody asks.